0: All right, and welcome to everyone's a critic. I'm your host Johnny Gill with my co-host Sean Ellis. Sean, say what's up to the people?
1: What's up everybody?
0: All right. So, we are episode 157. Uh what a finale that we had uh to end the winter 2022 season. Um sparks were flying on both ends. Uh in the championship game, semifinal games were absolutely amazing uh but all in all the champs uh for winter 2022 is squad 1 uh featuring Marcus Hall, Elsa Turner, uh Danny, uh Anthony Nunn, X to name a few. Um I mean, what a fantastic season, Sean. Um I was I was thoroughly impressed. Um with just everybody. The playoffs the playoffs were were definitely a success. Uh we we've had some some anticlimactic uh, games in the past uh, in the playoffs, but, you know, semifinals on down, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty exciting, and, um, ultimately, I thought, uh, I thought the league was, was great, I think it was better than last season, in my opinion, I really do, um, but let's talk about the championship game itself, so, um, squad One they won 97 to 93 over gang um, some the I think the score really didn't indicate how the game was going. I thought uh Boot Gang did a good job of staying in the game. But Squad One was never really worried, never really rattled. I thought they kind of made it interesting uh, on their part. But uh, you know, they they pretty much had it in the back. I feel like, you know, the uh the semifinal game, which we'll get to uh in the next segment, was their championship game. I've never i I've never seen a game that that wild, that crazy. Um it was just a lot of back and forth. Down fifteen points, um, and, and Johnny did what he did. But you know, that was a, that was an amazing game. But let's talk about let's talk about championship. So Devere uh, didn't have his best game. I thought Rashawn was solid. I thought RJ stepped up big. He had uh, I think a season high twenty points uh, in the right. finals. He, he he showed up big. I thought Mudge was absolutely incredible. Um, and I told him uh, in an interview that he needed to be special uh, for them to have a chance. But, um, you know, a few more points from DeVere. Who knows? Uh, Maybe they could have shocked the world and put off the upset.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, big players show up in big games. You know, though uh, it seems like DeVere came up big in the semifinal, uh, it may have taken a lot out of just kind of pull that game off Mm -hmm. uh, from the night before. And then having that kind of performance on back-to-back nights is tough. Uh, Mm And, to Mudge's credit, you know, they they try to pick up the slack a little bit. Um, But, at the end of the day, man, they played a really, really good team. They did. Uh, As as much as I may have tried to, we may try to say, you know, what they did and didn't do, at the end of the day, they played a team that they were not supposed to be. Um, And they played on I say fairly well. Like, I know on your end, you feel like squad one had control of the game the whole time. But, I mean, late in the game, it was tied. I think they even took the lead at one point. Didn't they, uh, I think they went up one. Yeah, they ended up taking a little, a little one point lead at one point. So, uh, as much control may seem like squad one was in, you definitely saw a team in a boot game that was fighting and literally put themselves an opportunity to win the game. And they've been pretty much that the whole season. Again, they they were kind of surprised everybody last season, and they surprised people even more this season. I mean, they were the third, number three seed. <laughs> I mean, think about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were actually seated ahead of the bullets. Um, so and they beat the bullet, they swept the bullets, they swept them, they did, you know. Uh, who a lot of people feel like it's the second best team, uh, this season, so they swept them. And so, for them to kind of, kind of put up that effort and go out and beat a very good free team, we thought with the reemergence of free, they go out there and take advantage of this free, they fought. I expected them to fight. You know, and, but like I said, they're just playing a really, really good team that that, that they do not match up well against. So, actually, shout out to Boot Gang for even making the game close because this team destroyed him twice already. About thirty. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and so for them to kind
0: of come in this game and have an opportunity to win with a few possession, a few possession away from having the game tied or even winning, that's a big shout out still. Absolutely. Um. <clears throat> I really don't have a lot to expound on that uh, with, with the championship game. I just thought, you know, uh, both teams played well. I thought Rashawn had a, an incredible season. DeVere had his, his best season to date. Um, and, you know, they just they just got to get better. Find a piece here and there and, and boot gang. Who knows? Maybe they might be uh, hoisting up their trophy next season. Yeah, yeah, man. just we can see. All right, let's move on to our next topic. All right, time for our next segment. Uh, We're going to talk about the Bullets. Um, The Bullets, they fell short uh, in the semifinal game. And there's a lot that went on in that game um, that the box score does not indicate. I mean, obviously, it was a one-point game. But like I said, there was a lot that was going on, man. Um, Both teams were emotional. They were emotionally high. Um, Game came down to the wire. As we, as you saw, if you look at, if you look at the recording that I, uh, that I made, that was like a movie. It literally was just like a movie, and I, and for those purposes, I had it on cinematic mode. <laughs> so I, I had it, I had it kind of ready for that, um, and I, and I did my best job of, uh, of, of, of recording the game, and I, I thought I did, pretty, pretty damn good job. So we got to see it, you got to see it firsthand. I, I thought that game was so good that hell, it could be a thirty for thirty on that game. Like, literally, it literally could be a 30-for-30 30 30 in that game. Um, so, hey, I got the footage, you guys. If you want to – if anybody wants to put that together, we can we can, we can make that happen. We can make a little 20-minute 30-for-30. Uh, 30 30. Now, um, let's talk about the game. Um, the Bullets, they fell 92-91 on a go-ahead three by Marcus Hall. Um, the Bullets were in control of the game. If you go back and watch the tape, they were ahead – 89-87 with about 30 seconds left and then that's when all the chaos ensued there was um, a deflection um, a call was made and the referees huddled the call was overturned and it was a uh, it was a squad one's ball then a fight almost broke out on the court then there was a tech issue to the bullets then they were down one. And then uh I think the bullets, I mean, I think uh squad one did not score. Then, if I'm not mistaken, the bullets came down and got a two free either got two free throws or they got a bucket. I don't remember which one it was. But I just know, um, I know the bullets had the I mean uh squad one had the ball and they were down by two they were down 89 to 91 mm-hmm. and i think uh there was a foul that occurred uh away from the ball but i mean before the inbounds and i think that's what made it 89 because yeah i think it was 91 88 file that occurred away from the ball then they they made the free throw and then it was 91 to 89 so then the bullets got the ball I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, squad one got the ball. The Ball's in Elston Turner's hand. Elston Turner was in the in the mid range in the post. For whatever reason, they doubled him. And that's what I think. That's where they went wrong, Sean. I don't I don't understand why you would double uh, a player. Yes, he was hot. I don't understand why you would double a player um, that's in position to tie the game. It's really not. A, that's really not a smart decision when you got a good three-point shooting team. I'm talking about they had shooters all over the court except for Danny. I mean, Danny's capable of making a three. So it really just didn't make sense. They double. They double Elston. He kicks the ball to Anthony. was it Anthony? Yeah, he kicks the ball to Anthony. They run out. They rotate to Anthony. Anthony waits for the rotation to, to commit to him. Then he swings the ball to Marcus in the corner. The one guy you don't want to leave open. And Marcus, as soon as it left his hand, he knew it was in, and uh, he hit the shot. .9 seconds left, ball game, and then um, they're up one. So to me, the bullets—I thought they panicked by trying to do an alley oop play um, to end the game. I thought that was a—I thought that was a—I thought that was poor execution. I think you had a better chance, honestly, of getting a desperation three or mid-range um opposed to doing a 50-50 alley-oop play to Shannon. I just didn't think that was smart. Uh you the, first of all, they got a lot of length on that team. So, I mean, you got Danny, you got Anthony, you got Elson has enough length. It just there's there's really nothing there but a, but a desperation heave. Now with 0.9 seconds left, I think you have enough time to catch and shoot. I thought that's what they should have went for. I mean, you got Iso Johnny who's been unconscious. You could have got had some action going to him. You got uh, you got Jalen, who's capable of getting a shot off. You got so many guys that can shoot. Hell, you could have nice. got you could have got the ball to Sweat for a mid range. I've seen Sweat hit. A, remember, Sweat hit that game winner. <laughs> he hit a game winner before. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't understand what they were thinking. Like you play bad defense. Yeah, okay, you okay. Y'all are upset about the calls that was made, but all in all, you play bad defense. You left a wide open three point shooter. Knockdown, probably one of the best shooters on the team, wide open for three, and then you do a stupid alley you play, like what? I, I, the bullets that was just poor execution. Yeah, okay, I understand you're upset for what led up to that, but all in all, you still had a chance to win. You had a chance to get a stop. You don't, you don't, you don't. First of all, you don't give up a three, no matter what. Elson going to the post in the mid range, let him have it. I'm not saying let him have it, but don't force the ball out of his hands. And then yeah. you come down with a with a with a terrible play on the other end. I think they were rattled after that play. They were just like, man, let's just do something let's just try something. It just wasn't smart, man. They did and then and then you then, you know, the game didn't end how you wanted to, and now you're upset at the referees. You could yeah. have you could you, uh, you gotta control what you can, man. Uh, yeah, I think that's
1: kind of you know, you can't let things got you know. Uh it's a lot of things that can't be said about the referees and, and... Uh, what they did and didn't do or what they did and didn't call or how you may personally feel about the refereeing, but you just got to play the game. I think uh, from looking at it, um, I think there are definitely some questionable calls possibly, but I mean, that's every game though. Uh, that's the unfortunate part of, of of not even just refereeing, just there's human error. I mean, you see it in the NBA, you see it in college, you see it in high school, you see it in middle school. From the, hell, you, know, you see it in, at the YMCA all the way to the pro, you see there's human error and then the referees are going to miss calls or, you know, they're just going to make a bad call. Uh, but you got to play the game. And I, I will say this, uh, even with whatever bad calls being made, you still have a two-point lead. You got to find a way to hold on to that two-point lead. Um, the, the, the trap on Elston, which you said was a bad idea. Look, I, I wasn't there, so I can't completely say what Elston Turner was doing. If he was
0: destroying him, I see why they made a panic and, and trap, trap him on the on the two. Don't get me wrong, I wouldn't coached it that way, but
1: I think there's the human aspect of that too, where we've been getting cooked, we need to trap it. That just may be the human aspect of it instead of being the, the coaching aspect of you no know, stay at home and just live with the consequences. You know, live with other result that comes with him taking the two pointer. I think he was still kinda of on the front, but you can tell he's trying to get down. He was trying to
2: turn the corner and get downhill. Yeah.
1: Uh, so yeah, they might I should trap him, but so he kicks it to Ant, which Ant can knock down that shot. But that
0: might have been the second mistake, though. I wouldn't have closed out on Ant hard. I would have You like, might not yeah.
1: want to close out. You don't close out on so Ant
0: and Yeah, you can't. And, and see, Ant had just missed the three.
1: Yeah, Ant just missed a big three, actually, right before that. You're right. Yeah,
0: so that's, that's going to be in the back of really his mind. Anyway.
1: Not saying that he's not capable, but he might not really want to shoot it anyway. Yeah. he just missed
0: one. Yeah, that's going to be in the back of his mind. So you got to live. You got to live with that.
1: Yeah. And so you're you, you kind of over... Like I say, you panic and and you close out on Ant and you leave. You know, one of their better shooters if not their best shooter and probably maybe the league's best score wide open. Yeah. And it's just just a combination of... uh, And look, this is not the first time we've seen this. Uh, Ant's been on the the wrong end of this. If you remember a couple summers ago when uh, basically the same situation was somebody gets double... Swing the ball, swing the ball, and you leave Jalen, the MVP, wide open in exact same
0: <laughs> corner. Oh, my God. It was exact <laughs> it the exact same corner.
1: In the exact same like, corner. It was almost the exact same play, but Anthony was on the wrong end of it. Uh, and so it, it's just one of those things where I think sometimes uh, you see it in the NBA. Michael Jordan's uh, game winner in college at UNC, his first game when he ever hit like it was a similar situation where the ball got skipped and a guy didn't close out on him and he knocked it down. Like in this situation I think you, you panicked because of and again I wasn't there so I can't tell you exactly what, what Elson's stats look good, but it's different when you see it. So Elson trying to destroy you off the dribble all game. But it looked like he was hit three. so that's what
0: Yeah, he was. He hit nine threes, I think. <laughs> <laughs> So what was uh, Bird King having your way? He was having his way, but whatever, he, he, whatever way you wanted, he was giving it to you. He absolutely was. So
1: I think that's what probably happened more so than anything else. He got the ball, and I think they just panicked, and they and they, they trapped. Um, and he he's was, he was a smart enough player to not force it right there. Actually, he came off the ball to so a, a willing shooter, and and Ant swung it one more time. Just made a good basketball play. And, Marcus knocked it down. Uh, But, I mean, shout out to the Bullets, though, because I heard they were down 15 or so and made a comeback in the fourth quarter. Like, Johnny just turned
0: into a a, a non-human, I heard, all of a sudden. Yeah, he was was ridiculous, John. (laughs) He was just making shots and making four-point plays, finishing
1: around. Like, I just heard, yeah. And some of the things he was doing, he was just playing out of his mind.
0: And you look at at his stat line, you're like, oh, he's had better games than that, but nah, man, this was different. like I've never seen him that efficient like he was yeah. he was ridiculous and but but you know what it was though honestly he he did all that in the second half, so if you look at all his points, he probably had about twenty seven points in the second half, Wow, wow, so that's wow. why it was so loud. It was just like, oh my God, like he was yeah. on one, yeah. And so it's just one of those things, man.
1: You know, it's it's unfortunate. You you hate for any situation where anybody loses and they feel like they've been cheated or they 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 feel like they got the short end of the stick mm-hmm. when it comes to calls. You you hate hate for that to be the, the the mindset or the thinking. But you know, it happened for a reason. And I would just say, shout out to the champs. They they're champions for a reason. They've been able to persevere all seasons. Not like this wasn't their first rodeo. Remember. All right, they were of uh, this exact same team. Was complaining about calls uh, when they lost to this exact same Bulls team
0: the first time around. Mm-hmm. And somebody hit a game winner on them—a game winner three. It was so, Johnny.
1: <laughs> th- this was the rubber match, and like say, the second game came within a possession. So they, th- these two teams match up very well against each other. They do. Uh, and you know, unfortunately, this time the Bulls got shorted out of the six. But you know they go play ten more times,
0: and I could I bet they go they go five and five against each other. You yeah, know they absolutely so. would. And you know what? It's crazy. Here's a crazy stat. In three games, the point differential was six points.
1: <laughs>
0: That's insane.
1: It's what's closer than that, man.
0: That's crazy, man. Um, but yeah, man. Like I said, shout out to both teams. We probably I, I know you weren't there, but I out of all the ultimate hoops games I've seen. I've never seen anything like that. Like the way the way, like the way the fourth quarter, like really the whole game, honestly. Yeah. But I'm talking about like you know how movies, movies pretty solid first half, but then the end of the movie it's just like insane, like left you on the edge of your seat and you were just you can't stop talking about the movie afterwards. Yeah. That's how that game was. Like there was yeah. so much to talk about from that game. Uh good and bad, but it was it was amazing. Like I, I, I just I'm glad I was there to see it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, let's move on to our next topic. All right, time for our next segment. Um, so, we're gonna talk spring 2022. Uh, now you know we we have a a format that we go to. We we talk about spring 2022, the teams. And, you know, all the changes that we're going to make, uh, all the all the things that we're going to go into for 2020, 2022, what, you, uh, what you're, what you're going to be expecting, uh, all those things. But for this, this is going to be a really, really small sneak preview. I'm not going to give too much, but there are going to be some things uh, that you guys can look forward to uh, for the ones that will, will be returning uh, for, for spring. Uh, first thing now I'm not gonna divulge a whole lot but me and Sean we put our heads together uh thinking of ways to to keep the league better uh the integrity of the league uh you know so it's never into question um we put our heads together and we we're, we're gonna do some suggestive thinking uh we're gonna we're gonna run some things by um our uh regional uh regional guy regional um Manager, uh, what, what would he, what'd you call him? What you call him? Regional manager? What, what would you call him? Regional coordinator? Yeah, regional coordinator. Yeah, regional coordinator. Uh, Don uh, Donald Dagmont, and uh, he's gonna we're gonna put our heads together and see if he agrees uh, what we came up with. I think you guys will appreciate it. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of things, a lot of times with me, I just I'm I'm, I'm always a forward thinker, trying to think of ways uh, you know to make the league better and get it as close to Uh, the NBA experience as we can. I know that's always been Ultimate Hoops' mission uh, to try to give you guys a glimpse of what it would be like to be a professional athlete uh, in a recreational league setting. So uh, I'm going to continue to do my best with that. So uh, anytime you guys step in lifetime on league night, you're going to feel like you're in the NBA. That's our goal. That's our goal. Right. So, yeah.
1: And and that's our goal. Uh, I can't speak. This this is mainly
0: from Ultimate Hoops Cypress, I can't speak for all those things. Oh no no! I'm talking about our goal, not not Ultimate Hoops. I know Ultimate Hoops. They, you know, I know that's what I know that's Allen's vision. I know that's what he wants. Yeah
2: right. right, right, right.
0: But everybody right. doesn't have that that mental capacity that you know the the um you know that kind of that kind of vision. Everybody don't have that. But you know, I know, I know some. I can speak for some guys. I know, um, I know Chris Walker. Um, I know him personally. Uh, he definitely, we and him on the same page with this with this ultimate hoops. Like trying to make the league better. So, right. yeah, I can speak for him. I know he's on that. But I don't know about everybody else. Yeah,
1: yeah, and and like I could say, if you want that the experience be as close to for what it is to, to the experience you'll receive as a NBA player. Or, uh, power school, uh, in, in college, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that's what we plan to do. So, we're gonna make some adjustments, uh, even with our, with our rules, uh, our refereeing, uh, maybe even some of the times that the games are played. This is some different things, some of the, some things that we all consider marquee things that we're gonna adjust to make sure that this is like the best. Possible situation uh, For you And I mean i want to make it hard for you To play in any
0: other league <laughs> Right That too As <laughs> you, you play in our league I'm going to make you Not want to play in any other
1: league that, That's the thinking Around behind it So uh, Like I said I, I hear Suggestions all the time I look at certain things uh, I'm not a bad scientist But you know A lot of things Go through my mind As so far as things That I can always add And like I said and I like to uh, even hear certain things from you guys, you know. So, uh, most definitely, I'm always willing to improve. Uh, and you you guys make me want to do that uh, with your play and some things and your personality, some things you bring to the league. So, um, shout out to you guys. Came to make me better
0: right. so I can make your uh, experience better. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, so, the next order of business, we, uh, if you haven't noticed, uh, we have a professional – photographer now. Yeah. Uh by the yeah. name of uh Benny. His name's Benny, right? Right. Okay, so Benny is going to be our new photographer. Um he uh I don't I don't have his Instagram handle in front of me, but if you did look at the ultimate Hoops Houston Instagram page, um he I did post uh you know the championship and he's posted on our page on on Facebook as well. Um he's posted on there to uh to you know show some of his work. He has it tagged, uh, so you can see that you know it's by him, and uh, he's a lot better than me. You know, let's just put it that way. He's, he, he's a lot better than me, and and no and no disrespect to Monique. Shout out to Monique Abs. Uh, you know, she she her her camera, uh, you know, is under construction right now, so she doesn't have her camera. So she was basically using my phone, and she still took better pictures of me. So, yeah. but but now we have a guy that you know has a, has a camera now. So um, he'll be the he'll be our guy uh, moving forward. And uh, you know, you know, we're still going. Of course, we're still going to have Mo with us, and um, you know, um, I, I'm excited about that. I mean, that was the one knock. That was the one thing that we did not have was, um, you know, a consistent professional cameraman since Jordan. Uh, Jordan was the last guy that we had, and you know, we he just hadn't been back. But you know, now we got another guy that's that's even better. So shout out, to, shout out to Benny, and uh, he's just making the league better as well.
1: Absolutely. And like I said, I was able to send some of you guys some uh photos, some, some, some photos for the season, uh, throughout the week. So I'm I'm hoping that you realize Paul, But I mean, Drew, I mean he's really good, man. Ben Benny's amazing. He's been amazing. Really good attitude too. And he has like uh you can tell that he, he really loves to do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? He really yeah. enjoys doing it. So uh, anybody that has the kind of enthusiasm about things they do, or any kind of any, any kind of profession, like you, just want to be around me. You definitely want to working with you for you. So uh, shout out to Benny, and like I said, we're, we're just trying to make it better. Uh, you guys maybe want to make it better, and like some of the action shots that he gotten, he hasn't even posted all of them. But a lot, of, some of he he's posted a lot already, but yeah. some of the action shots I've seen him
0: that he's taken it's just been amazing. So shout out to him and like I say shout out to you guys who continue to make us want to make this better. Yeah. And one the first time I seen uh some of Benny's pictures, I I I instantly thought about the uh that Instagram reel where they're like, so uh, he say so are 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 you any so are you good at are you good at what you do? He's like, Yeah <laughs> You know you know what I'm talking about? Yeah <laughs> And then they start showing their work. Showing their work yeah. that's what i thought i was like yeah that's that's definitely benny man That's like you start then you just start dropping benny's work like man because he 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 cold he's cold like that all right um and then the last thing uh video upgrade so we got we got more video upgrades so brandon you know he's he's divulged to us that you know he does video And and i i wouldn't even think about that i forgot that brandon he does he's shown me some of his work as well so brandon will now be taking over uh video so i'm relieving myself of those duties and I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Brandon do that. Um, he's a professional, so we got a professional photographer and a professional video guy. So um, he's gonna be doing video, um, whether that's um, uh, the last uh, two minutes of the game, or you know any type of video that we need as far as um, what what is it? Uh, Post game interviews. He can do all that. So so Brandon will be the guy now moving forward. So now we, so we, we, we killed two birds with one stone with guys that we already have. So yeah. that's perfect. And one more thing, uh, our voting, this was a suggestion from squeeze. Um, our voting will now move to Instagram. Um, oh. so we'll do our, we, we will, I don't want to, I don't want to eliminate Cause I think we have to do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we, we'll,
0: we'll still have it all, on Facebook. So we'll do both. We'll do, we'll do Instagram and Facebook. So we'll do Instagram, Facebook, paper votes. We'll do, so we'll do three forms of voting, and then we'll add them all up. Because there's a lot of guys that don't have a Facebook. I guess they're young, and they're calling us old, whatever. <laughs> you know, that's fine. Uh, I have Instagram, too. so And I'm very active, so that's fine. Uh, so we'll just move the forum over. Uh, I won't say move it. We'll add it to Instagram. Yeah.
2: Virtually
0: okay, let's move on to our final topic of the night. We got in the news. All right, time for our favorite segment in the news. Let's start with the NBA. So it looks like the Lakers are all but eliminated. Uh, they have now dropped six in a row. They're sitting in the 11th seed. Um, they they now uh, fallen over the weekend. They fell to uh, the New Orleans Pelicans, and then they lost to Denver on Sunday. Now the game with the Pelicans, um, I thought that game was one for the taking. It seemed like the Lakers, I mean, it seemed like the Pelicans really didn't want the game. Looks like they were trying to give the game away, and the Lakers just didn't want to take it for whatever reason. Um, I, I'm listen. A lot of guys are gonna say, you know, I'm, I'm Lebron hater or whatever, but I'm just looking at his body language in these games. He just looks like he doesn't care. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's I see zero sense of urgency. The only urgency he has is scoring right now. Because all he cares about is winning the scoring title and catching Kareem. He wants to win the scoring title this season and catch Kareem. He does not care about getting them in the playoffs because he knows if they get in the playing game, they're going to lose. And how embarrassing would that be if you lose in the play-in game? I think it's more embar- it's less embarrassing to not make the playoffs than losing the, playoff- the play-in game, and you're supposed to be favored to win the championship coming into the season. Hell, they thought they were still going to do it when they were uh, at the All-Star break. They still said the Lakers could still pull it off. Yeah. Uh, they're just not
1: very good man. that. Um, and I think, like to your point, when you talking about LeBron looking like he don't care, I think at this point LeBron has he knows that they're not good, and he knows that they're not going anywhere. Um, so it's almost like I might as well use the next that extra month and a half to rest and get my body right for next season when I pass Kareem and all-time scoring. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think he's he's anything sad about it the way their team and their, and their the structure of the team and the salary cap is set up, they have to run it back with Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis. Because here's the thing. If you try to trade Westbrook, you can't trade him because you, if you're going to trade for him, you're going to attach a first-round pick to that. And I don't think Lakers have any first-round picks.
0: Nope.
1: So... Who's going to take Russell Westbrook's R- contract without getting any real compensation for it besides Russell Westbrook?
0: So what do they do with Frank Vogel? He's done, uh, unfortunately.
1: And, yes, I think a lot of this is his fault, but a lot of it isn't. Um, and he kind of got put in a lame duck situation because a lot of times the coach, especially in the NBA, you don't have any real control over – well, not say that, nobody – I think Eric Spolster definitely has some kind of say so when Pat Riley wants to make moves. Uh certain coaches do have to say so. Frank Vogel has no say so in what happens at the in Lagos front office. So oh. when they decide to make the moves that they made this past summer, they did not ask Frank Vogel, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um they probably LeBron probably made some requests, and I'm not sure if he spoke to Frank Vogel about it, but they didn't have they didn't ask Frank Vogel. And not only did they not ask Frank Vogel probably about any his decisions, what also probably happened was even if they did ask him, what is he gonna do?
0: Say, Nah, don't bring Russell Westbrook in. He I mean, doesn't he doesn't be, want he doesn't want Russ back, let's be clear.
1: It, yeah, like I'm pretty sure even if they did ask him, he probably would be too afraid to say anything contrary to what LeBron wants. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. uh it, it's just that it's just a bad situation. They're just not a very good
0: team, and they don't have to run it back with all those guys again. And I mean, who did? Who else do they, I think, I think you probably get rid of the rest of the team. Uh, but you got to bring those three guys back. The three, the three uh, guys, guys trade are Anthony Davis, and I'm like, who's going to
1: trade? Anthony? I mean, why do they trade Anthony Davis?
0: The three guys are the problem, though. Yeah, let's think about it. it this isn't Carmelo Anthony's fault. This
1: isn't Malik Monk's fault. This isn't. Mm-hmm. Kent Baysmore's fault. This isn't uh, reason. It's not their fault. Nope. It's the entry guys and those guys trying to figure out how to make it work. And it's just sad, man. Because like as as a basketball purist, you hate. this. Well, you may love to see Lakers this bad, but you know as basketball purist, I think most people hate to see them this bad. Especially when you have five Hall of Famers on the team. <laughs> they have five Hall <laughs> of Famers on the team, They're bad.
0: Yeah, legit. Hey, so Sean, let me. I'm gonna ask you this again. Whose fault is it? Out of the three players,
1: you see me keep trying to talk around
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> Whose fault is it, Sean?
1: Russell's played the worst. Mm hmm. Anthony Davis played the least.
0: Because he's always hurt. Right.
1: <laughs> and. But LeBron's the figure in LeBron's the one who wants this team particular team
0: together the most. Probably. No, no, no. I, let's not let's not talk about LeBron's GM skills. We know he's trash at that. I'm talking about <laughs> I'm talking about his play. Is LeBron playing winning basketball in your opinion?
1: I hate to call the man selfish because he I wouldn't ever – but does it always look like he's doing giving
0: his 100% effort and and, and and is he adjusting his game to make sure everybody else plays well nope and probably not and that's why i say it's his fault because all he cares about is his numbers and he uses his numbers as an excuse to look it's not me don't look at me that's what he does that's why i can't respect him like, i can't like this is what he does and all his fans they always try to defend him like man he's averaging this points in year 19 blah 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 like dog he's doing that as a cover up. So you can't blame him. That's what he Man, does. Overall, though, it feels like fault, though, because and Rob,
1: not to completely blame on Rob Palenka because at the end of the day, I mean, he doesn't want to be contrary to what LeBron wants, either.
0: Yeah, um, bro, LeBron, LeBron, Rob Palenka had this Lakers roster Lakers looking Lakers. different. Okay, let's let you look at the situation with the Rockets. Like, I brought this up before. The Rockets completely changed their whole team to make sure Russell Westbrook was comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got really
1: compelling. <laughs> took less shots to make sure Russell Westbrook was comfortable so it could work. <laughs> yeah, Don't get me wrong. Maybe you just can't win a championship with Russell Westbrook. That that might be the number one thing. Yeah, of course. But LeBron and Frank Vogel and the Lakers have not made those adjustments to make sure it works for Russell Westbrook. So they have not put themselves in a position to win which goes to the original point of they probably should have never brought him in if they were not going to make the necessary adjustments, LeBron included, to make sure
0: that it's a comfortable situation so they can win more games. But see, LeBron was thinking, LeBron was thinking, okay, I can bring in Russ because I know AD's going to be hurt. I know I'm going to load management. You know, I'm, I know I'm going to load manage. So we got a guy, you know, a perennial all-star that can fill it up on the stat sheet to make everybody around him better because Russ does make his teammates better. Uh, unlike lebron um so you, you know you got you, you got this guy who can who can just hold it down while you know either i'm resting or, or ad's hurt because he knows ad's gonna get hurt and then but that that's fine but what about when they're not hurt what about when all three are on the court when are you gonna make that adjustment then and he hasn't done that so that's why yeah. the team is suffering yeah and that's he why he's selfish then? And that's what it really is. Just they, they have not figured out a way to like I said, the Rockets
1: did it. You mm-hmm. know, and it didn't work out for the Rockets either. You know, they they made the adjustment to make sure look, they, they went completely small, got rid of their big man, basically made Russell the five, so he could go downhill and put four shoes around him to make sure that they could be successful. Mm-hmm. The Lakers as an organization didn't do that and LeBron or Anthony Davis didn't change their games enough to make sure it could work. So he shouldn't be there. Like they should never brought him in. If you were not gonna. If you were not going to make sacrifices in your game and you're the way you play, you should never brought him
0: in. You know what's crazy? The Russell Westbrook. His last game was a rocket when they got blown out by the Lakers in the bubble. It's like yeah. that. Like carried over to the next season. It was like that was the down, that was the downfall of Russ after
1: that. <laughs> Pretty much. Because he. A good player, an like explosive player, but it's not quite been the same since that March, March right before the COVID. So remember, Russell's average, like, 27 a game yeah for the Rockets? Yeah. And he's, like, like a dominant player again. It was just like, damn.
0: Yeah, he looked good.
1: Like, it was like, fuck it. Like, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> it's good, good. <laughs> it, was, it was like, okay, well, like, the Rockets,
1: maybe they do have a chance but the championship. If Russ going to play like this and James is going to play like this, the Rockets probably will win. With the small ball stuff, and then like after
0: Kobe, and I think him and James both got caught COVID. Hey, Kobe COVID, COVID really really messed Russ up because he ain't been the yeah. same
1: since.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I never seen Kobe make a make a basketball player sorry after that. <laughs> That's crazy. He got a different strand. Russ got a different strand from everybody else. January, February, March for the for the Rockets. Yeah. That guy, he had been that guy safe. Hey, I will tell you, Russ got he got Delta times two, man. He got something crazy. I don't know what Russ got. <laughs> <laughs> he got Delta Omicron, he got everything.
1: <laughs> he got all of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: but then they it, it, not good.
0: Yeah, they they suck. And they're gonna they're gonna they're going home tomorrow. All right, so um UNC, and you know it's gonna be funny. The Lakers gonna lose fifty games. That's that. I can't wait for that. Okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> UNC versus Kansas is tonight. Uh, let's. We're gonna briefly touch on this. Who you got tonight?
1: Man, I've been a Tar Heel my whole life, man. I've I liked the Tar Heels since I can remember. So I've always gone for the Tar Heels. I definitely think Kansas is the better team, though. And I, I, I expect Kansas to win. But mm-hmm. I'm rooting hard for the Tar Heels, though. I want the Tar Heels to pull it off.
0: That's what I was gonna say. I I think Kansas will win the game. This is probably the most least talked about Kansas team that I've ever seen because normally when Kansas is number one seed, and you know they have a successful season. Teams are like, oh Kansas, Kansas. I haven't heard anything about Kansas.
1: No, no, nobody's been talked about them all year. It's kind of been like that college basketball in general, um, where it's been no 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 standout number one. Um It's kind of been like, well, I guess Gonzaga was kind of. Yeah, yeah, they were the ones. Yeah, and, uh, and once they got eliminated, it's kind of been like, well, I don't know, it's a crapshoot. And so, uh, but we had four historic teams in the Final Four. Three definitely historic, and I guess it was pretty, uh, fairly, it's a great program. It's, a, it's, fairly, it's not as historic as Kansas, UNC, and
0: Duke, but it's, yeah. it's up there. Um, yeah, all the teams We had four historic teams in the Final Four,
1: and we got an amazing game out of one of them. Uh, we'll talk about talk right here in a second.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, now, yeah, so I got, I got Kansas winning a close one. I think UNC will hang in there, but Kansas will just probably just pull away at the end. Okay. Um, so for the women's, uh, championship was last night, UConn versus South Carolina. Uh, I had, the funny thing is my bracket, my women's bracket, I think I finished, uh, in the top 100. Uh, I did good. I think I only got like six wrong. Uh, so Damn. that's, that's the best, that's the best bracket I've I've gotten. I was like right there. Uh, somebody had, I I think the winner got like one one wrong, and then second place had obviously they got two because they had one wrong at first. I don't think anybody picked Creighton to be uh to beat whoever they beat, so I think that's where everybody went wrong on that one. Uh, but I was I was right there, and uh, I picked I picked uh, South Carolina to beat UConn in the final. I think I picked them to win by three, but obviously that was not the case. Uh, South Carolina blew them out. I picked them out of my bracket, but I actually thought I thought South Carolina was going to blow them out just because they had no answer for Aaliyah Boston. I didn't expect Destiny Henderson uh, to go bonkers like she did. Um, she was on one. Now, that game was hers. Uh, she was special, and they, they dominated. Don Staley had them girls ready to play, and um, they're hungry. Um, I think Aaliyah Boston's coming back. I think Destiny Henderson's coming back, if I'm not mistaken. Cook is also coming back, so they, they're the favorite to repeat. I think they will repeat. I think Don Staley wins two. Uh, I think she wins, uh, what would that be, three championships in six years? Yeah. Yeah, I got her yeah, winning. I got her, I got her winning again next year. And I don't think UConn's going back. I got, um, I think either NC State or Stanford might actually get back to the championship. NC State hasn't been, but I think Stanford will be back. I think it's going to be Stanford and UConn. I mean, in uh, South Carolina next year. Yeah. I,
1: I, I think, uh, well, UConn will probably come back with the best player in the country again, Paige Beckers. But right. uh, so there, there be they'll, they'll be in the mix because they have the best player. But I think you may be right though. Uh, now look, I, you can't. I know you're not a Geno fan, but you can't knock something success. He's gone to the Final
0: Four 16 straight years now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good for him. That that'll never be broken. That'll never happen ever again. That'll never, ever, 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 ever happen again. Y'all yeah, would like uh, to think we wouldn't have a watered-down arrow either. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... So, well, well, that'll never happen again. You got to see, Dan,
1: I didn't realize until I saw the stat yesterday
0: that he was 11 oh in finals.
1: That is unreal. 11-1. never happened again.
0: He's
1: 11-1 now. He is 11-1 now. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I think don staley badly well i don't think she she, she probably didn't, well, didn't say this but she bad i think she knew all those stats and i think she badly wanted to play Gino. i think she badly wanted to beat geno because she wanted to be the one you know mm-hmm. uh and i think she definitely wants to be the one i think everybody wants to knock off UConn. uh that's how dominant they've been over the last 20 years um uh, they just married... Well, not 20, like 25. So,
0: Bricka they won their first one, I think, in 95 or 94, 95. Yeah, whatever. I think, was, was I think there. she got drafted in 96. I think that's when the WNBA started.
1: Yeah, so... I mean... So, for them to be had that level of dominance over the last almost 30 years. We're talking about 26, 27 years. Uh, I mean, you can't knock that. But... Uh, it it may be... It may be Don Staley's time, though. Just like it was like when Gino took over and when it was past on his time all those years. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's just, it might be his time. So, Gino, he can stick around and maybe make a couple more Final Fours. But he may be taking L. Don Steady for the next few years because I think that's how good they look right now. Uh, and they're going to be good again next year. Everybody's
0: going to want to come play for her, first of all. So, I don't see, I don't see any, like, the, all the Hoopers in the South, they're going to South Carolina, dog. Like it's yeah. a, it's a rap. And 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 honestly, the first championship that she won in twenty seventeen was supposed to be against UConn, but they didn't hold up their end of the bargain. So she was mad. She was mad. I could tell she was mad when she won that championship because she didn't want that one. She didn't want it like that. She she wanted <laughs> right. to beat them. If you go back and watch the Gino. Go back and watch the tape when she won, she was not happy. She wanted to beat them. She wanted to beat Gino. That's what she wanted. And not because he was undefeated, it's just because you know, it's like, hey man, I want I want to beat the bully. Like I want the guy that that they say is the best coach in, in women's basketball. So I already knew I was I was mad too because I was like, man, she don't want to win like this because I I already know her makeup. She wanted to beat Gino. Yeah. So I knew that when that, once they won because she was rooting for UConn. She wanted UConn to win because she wanted to beat him. Yeah. So I mean, and and, and it's, it's competitive. Between
1: us, between players, between coaches, uh, all the time. So I completely get that, and you do want to be the one. Like, just like you didn't think the Davis in North Carolina, want to be the team to knock off Coach K, <laughs> not because they are in North Carolina uh, and they're
0: playing for a national championship tonight, because they're play. It's Coach K. Think about being the team to to be the team that sends him home for the rest of his career. Mm-hmm.
1: That's the last basketball game he's ever coached in life, and
0: you're the team to knock him off. I saw some, I saw some stats, too. Um, I think their record, uh, UNC versus Duke, since Coach K was there, was 50-49. and 49. So with UConn winning that game, they evened it at 50-50. It is, 50-50. I mean, first off, is
1: lined up way too well in that situation. So the fact that they played exactly 100 games is is nuts to think about. They're out there at 100 meetings against each other. Yep. So that's crazy. And, and then I heard meeting, they're 50 and 50. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and, and it's even more hard to believe that for them to be rivals for the last 100 years, they've never met in the postseason before. That was the
0: first time they ever met in the postseason. Yeah. That's they, wild. like, it was just so much stuff lining up
1: so I'm like, either Coach K is destined to win the championship or he's destined to lose to North Carolina in its final
0: game. Oof. And I think I saw another stat where Coach K, was he had won 99 games when leading at halftime in uh, in, the, in the in the tournament. Yeah. So that would have been his 100th win because they were up at halftime. I was like, nope, sorry. <laughs> there was, it's just so many things lined up to where it's like, yeah, the gods are talking now. They either saying that, yes, yeah, it's time for you to go home right now, or
1: they're saying that, no, you need to win that championship because you're that great.
0: Yep, he wanted it too. He wanted it. It's not about the players. I don't care what I don't care what these these college coaches say, man. It's not about the players. It's about them. <laughs> I don't give a damn what they say. Like, this all about them. Like Bill Self, he was he had an interview the other day talking about uh, you know, if it, winning multiple championships cuz he's only won one, saying winning multiple championships what that would do is it, he said it would uh validate him a little bit more. I was like, "Absolutely." I already I mean, he was trying not to say validate. But I was like, go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say validate," Day because it's about you. <laughs> I mean, like, it's what it is. And he said yeah. "He said valid. I was like, thank you. I know that's what you meant to say. Yeah. I mean, it
1: is what it is. But, like I say, it, it was – I was just happened to see a great basketball game. No, it went back and forth, back and forth, uh, score after score. And then he has the late game heroics. Uh, and you'll see his big three right there at the end. And this is right after, I think, Duke had a one-point lead with maybe a minute ago. Mm. So it it was was a great game. I was just happy that it was such a great game. And it had to be considered that was Coach K's last one and considering it was North Carolina versus Duke. It could have been no
0: other way. Okay, let's move on to music. Um, Dreamville, they did a mixtape with Gangsta Grizzles called D-Day. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Coming in, I was like, man, Dreamville, they can't miss. You know what I'm saying? So it was, it was, it was. They said, I mean, on the album it says Dreamville and J Cole, but J Cole was on one track. Like, come on, that was, it really wasn't J Cole. But um, J Cole was on the first track um, called "Stick," and I did not like that track. I did not. I don't know how many people were fans of that just because J Cole was on there, but I thought the beat was kind of like it wasn't a J Cole beat. I wasn't a fan of it. Um, I thought the album didn't pick up until track three. So the first two uh, the first two tracks were, were kind of downers for me. I was like, man, I, don't, I ain't feeling this album. But then Lifestyle came on. Lifestyle has Boss, Boss is my favorite uh one of my favorite rappers. Um so he he did his thing on there and then uh Starting 5 uh coming down with Ari Lennox, I like that. Um uh Blackberry Sap with Ari Lennox. Everything Ari Lennox song was a hit. Uh so she she definitely did her thing. I thought um Everybody Ain't Ish, I like that one. I thought the big trouble freestyle with the uh Who Shot You Beat, I thought that one was nice. Um and then Heaven ZP, the last one, I, I was I was a fan of that one too. Two chains dropped on one called Barry from Simpson. Uh that was pretty good too. So the album picked up. I can definitely I can definitely vibe to it. I can work out to it, I can run to it. Uh, I can I could listen to it in the car. It's 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 one of those all around albums where, you know, you don't ha- okay, I can only do this if I'm doing this. You know what I mean? Like I, I liked it. But the first two tracks, nah, I skipped those two. <laughs> I skipped those two. I'm gonna too. have to definitely I'll probably work out here probably uh, a little
1: bit later tonight night and go ahead and get on it cause, uh I I didn't say I wanted to listen well, it came out when? Well, come out, it come out this Friday.
0: Came out uh what's today? Today's, today's today's Monday. Yeah, it came out on. When did I hear it? I heard it sat. Yeah, it came. Yeah, it came out Friday because I, I I played it on Saturday. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it came out. I thought so. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I haven't had an opportunity to check it out yet, but I'm gonna take your word for it and say that it's worth the listen and really kind of get into it and uh, hopefully while I'm working out, uh, hopefully soon, so I can give you a real good review. I'll give you a personal view on
0: it then. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you know, I'm not gonna lie to you, dog. Like, if I'm not feeling it, and you know, yeah, it, there know. there might be a chance that you might feel it, but not really. But we we pretty much see eye to eye when it comes to this music, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. So yeah, I'm definitely give it a check out, man. Because I, I, you've you done, I can't say that you, you let you let me straight when it come, has come to this. So yeah. I'm definitely give you a. A
1: look at get a thumbs up and
0: see how it is okay now um the last thing we're gonna talk about is uh for t v and no movies this time uh, I don't think we have anything to speak on on the movies, but we'll talk about t v uh let's talk about uh the academy Awards I know we touched on it ba- uh, briefly uh last because it literally had just happened while we were <laughs> while we were recording <laughs> um so a lot is a lot has been brought up uh about chris Rock. And, uh, and, and Will Smith, um, cause we, we were still trying to figure out if it was real. Like we didn't even know if it was like a real slap or nothing like that. So right. it was confirmed. It was real. I believe, uh, since then, um, we found out a lot. We found out that Jada was laughing about it afterwards. So she really wasn't that mad. Um, we found out that Will Smith had to step down. Uh, so he can't even go to the, the, the uh, Academy Awards no more. We know that Chris Rock plans on pressing charges now. I believe, right? Oh, well, uh, really? I, if I'm not mistaken, I, I think he said he's gonna go ahead and press charges, unless I misread that. He said he's gonna do something, because he because I know the, uh, the the other day he was saying that he was still trying to process it, you know. But um, I think he's gonna move forward. If I'm if I don't quote me on that, I I could have sworn I read something saying that he was gonna take action. Uh, As far as getting slapped by Will Smith, and I and I bookmarked uh, quite a few things on Facebook that I meant to go back and read. I know um, I know Chris Rock's brother, uh, Tony Rock, was pissed, and he wanted to fight. He wanted to fight Will Smith. He was like, "Man, like he said he'll fight him on sight." Like, nah, now now he ain't gonna step to Tony like that. Tony's a little bigger than Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying, man. Like he about, I don't know how tall Tony Rock is, but I know he's way bigger than Chris.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, it's still an unfortunate situation. It, 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 it went from being shocking. It's great. There's a lot of emotions that kind of happen with this. So it went from being shocking to funny mm-hmm. to embarrassing mm-hmm. to... Shocking again,
0: like, <laughs> and it and it affected the whole culture, dog. That's a lot. People have a lot of opinions on this.
1: Yeah, a lot of and, deep-rooted and, like opinions. Said, it, it, it goes both ways. Uh, the opinions, like, the die. There are definitely people who are diehards one way. There are definitely people who are diehards the other way when it comes to this. Yep. Uh, and it's just it's and it, it's more just things that are bigger than uh just somebody physically uh, assaulted somebody. It gets into culture. It gets into being black. It gets into protecting women, right? It gets into protecting black women. Yep. It gets into it. it Just starts going into so many different things. That's like, uh, what's funny? What's not funny? What can comedians say and what they can't say?
0: You also, Uh, you also
1: also got,
0: you also got. Yeah, you also got. Oh. You know, black people can only respond with violence. They don't know how to talk things out. That came up. Yeah,
1: it, it's just so many layers to all this. That uh, mental health, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Will's just about being in the best place mentally. Mm-hmm. Uh, infidelity in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just so many things that have come up. Where I'm just like, yo, I don't think Will was thinking about all that stuff when he went up
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either.
1: You know, I don't think a lot of those things that all these talks are coming up about wasn't even running through his mind, you know. Um, it was just something that happened. I think it was a place that I think he saw his wife wasn't happy at the time, and he, he reacted, you know. Um, and, and look, uh, whatever side you're on uh, about this, at the end we we day, and that goes for Oldsman Hoops and everybody else, we cannot, we can disagree, but we can't assault people. Right. Okay um that's how wars get started and everything uh every war has always started with someone feeling disrespected Mm-hmm. and you know man we don't do well with disrespect nope uh but when you start talking about assaulting people because of disrespect or being embarrassed or shamed or whatever the case may be it's just not going to usually end well um and so, yeah, we gotta find a, a different place. Definitely, when I first saw it happen, I thought it was a skit, and I'm sitting there telling, telling you, because I literally saw it happen five minutes before we had the last podcast.
2: Yeah. Um. And so we kind of went in depth, so it was kind of
1: funny. Uh, but then as the week is going on, it's, it's got less funny, you know. Um, it's got a little bit more serious, and it's just brought up so many different topics that he's just like, wow, you know, you just don't know where to go with it. Uh, yeah. But hopefully, both these men can kind of hopefully get together at one point, can talk it out. And uh, Will has already apologized for his behavior. He's on already on Twitter, some of the
0: consequences uh, from his behavior too. I heard he's had a couple movies dropped off Netflix that they were doing, and now I heard that Bad Boys Four is being put to the halt. Yeah, um, he's been affected, yeah. man.
1: Yeah, so it's it's a, it's the a stuff that's happening, man. I just hope that. And then
0: they, we all could grow from this, learn from it, and hopefully both of these gentlemen, along with the world, will be better because of it. Yeah, and then, by the way, he 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 apologized on Twitter, so I don't respect that. Um, <laughs> I guess you kind of know what my stance is now. I kind of gave you a little. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, um, all right. So last last one for tonight. Uh, let's talk Grammys. Um, honestly, Sean, I mean, do we do we really care about all the rest of them? I guess we only care about R and B and rap, right? <laughs> be, I, saying, I don't
1: even, about, I don't even know, because you know, uh rock and roll is kinda of so obsolete right now as far as like the music scene. I'm not sure do they even have a best rock uh category anymore? I haven't even like they got best I
0: do it comes up. They got best rock album, uh, Medicine at Midnight by Foo Fighters. I don't know who the hell that is. <laughs> oh
2: Fighters, I know Foo Fighters.
0: I don't.
1: They really- <laughs> <laughs>
0: You got to give me, you got to give me some references, some movies or something. I, 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 I'm not there. <laughs> I'm not there dog. I'm not. Okay. Um, then they got a category that says best and worst moments. I uh, guess we know where that's going. <laughs> um. So let's look at, let's start with the best R&B performance. They gave, they gave it to Silk Sonic, uh, leave the door open. Um, I guess that's for male, And then, um... I think they
1: swept everything they were nominated.
0: Yeah, and then Pick Up Your Feelings, Jasmine Sullivan's. I love that song. Um, and Best Traditional R&B Performance, Fight For You by her. Uh, Best R&B Song, Leave The Door Open by Brandon Anderson. Uh, Christopher Brody Brown and Bruno Mars. That's also Silk Sonic. Yep. And best progressive R and B album "Table for Two, by Lucky Day. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy for Jasmine Sullivan, by the way, because uh, yeah. hotels, hotels. Yeah, that's a, and I was gonna say best R and B album was also "Hotels" uh, by Jasmine Sullivan, and I'm not talking about uh, the hotel that you sleep in. Anyway, um, <laughs> the best rap performance <laughs> was by um, uh, "Family Ties" Baby Keem King, featuring King, uh, Kendrick Lamar. I don't even know that song. Um, best uh, Melodic Rap Performance, Hurricane by Kanye West, featuring the, featuring the Weeknd and Lil Baby. I don't know that song either. Um, best Rap Song.
1: No, I, do, I do remember that song. Okay, yeah.
0: It's okay too. Do you? Okay. So, Best yeah. Rap Song was Jail by Kanye West and Jay-Z. Um, I guess they won that off a of name because I never heard of that song. Uh, best Rap Album, best Call Me If You Get Lost, Title of the Creator. Best Rap Album. Wow okay um <laughs> whatever uh and that's all i care about i don't care about anything else
1: yeah uh i mean i agree with the grammys every year pretty much uh i mean i guess you're supposed to in a way um i i know they most traditional rap songs don't win the awards right so um uh, like when um so like when usually when M has an album out his his album usually sweeps the rap awards, right? Okay. Um and like let's say like when uh Get Rich or die trying, we know how much of a monster that album was when it came out. Mm-hmm. And it did the best rap album uh that year. Uh because so, really? it's, it's more of a traditional rap sound, more a traditional rap album. So most traditional rap albums usually don't win at the Grammys. Um only guy who kind of trad- is a traditional kind of rap artist that wins usually is like uh Jay Z. Kinda, he kind of wins often. Um, uh, Lil Wayne won for the Carter, but the Carter didn't sound the Carter three, but the Carter three didn't really sound like the Carter two or the Carter one though. It was still it was kind of different, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know, Kanye West usually wins because his rap albums usually sound different, even though it's usually some good content. A and some of the older stuff he usually is rapping pretty good, but it still sounds. Difference. so if he some of those names, like Tyler the Creator, yeah, he doesn't sound like his, even though Tyler can't really rap, uh, his songs don't sound like traditional rap records, so I'm not surprised by that, even though I personally liked the off season by J. Cole a little bit better,
0: yeah. So, for those that did not see the Grammys, um, these the nominees for best rap album was Tyler the Creator. Nas uh, and King Disease 2 Which was an amazing album uh, Donda with Kanye And then J. Cole with The Off Season So once again, J. Cole got snubbed I thought, I mean, Nas not winning He not tripping, he just won last year, so he's cool Yeah, he won last year yeah. And Ye, and Ye's won before, so it's no big deal So the only person that's really just like that, 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 you know, I feel like Got the short end of the stick in this one Was definitely uh, J. Cole I'm sorry, Tyler the Creator did not have a better album than J. Cole so I'm just and, disappointed. And I, I don't want you to listen to, and Kel, Trust me. I know you probably don't listen to Tyler, but if you don't listen to Tyler's album, it's actually not that bad. It's actually pretty good. Okay, listen, um, listen, listen to what you said, Sean. It's not that bad. No, I think mean, <laughs> it's not
1: that bad for what you listen to. I
0: because like, I
1: know you're thinking like, uh, it's just like, okay, I'm
0: not
1: a, I'm not an NBA young boy fan, but no, to, what? <laughs> to, to a to a young guy. He'll probably be like, "Hey, if you go listen to it though, it really ain't that bad. You'll find some songs you like. Like that's how they would probably explain to me to make me go listen to NBA Young Boy." Mm. What I'm saying is, if you go listen to the album, it's actually pretty good. But for your standards, it's it's, it, it's not bad at all. You you'll find some songs on there you like.
0: Mm. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> and J and J Cole for rap song. Uh, he was on there with 21 Savage With My Life Which is a great song Great song great. Um, 21
2: Savage had a great verse
0: on that record actually He did 21 Savage is nice man Um yeah. Marilyn Manson won a Grammy Come on see that's what I'm saying man See they just they That's not even I don't even think that was about Kanye I think it's like Wait Marilyn Manson was on the track Oh yeah let's give it to them It's like come on <laughs> man What is this What is this nonsense What is this foolishness
1: Man, you never heard, you can go listen to Jail by Kanye and Jay Z. It's, it's actually a
0: high song, too. Yeah, I, I like it a lot.
1: I don't know how much you would like it, but I actually like that song a
0: lot. Then, rap performance, J. Cole, My Life Again. He lost that one. Come on, man.
1: It's a great record, man. I, I, I'm surprised that was the record that they were actually nominated for, but that's a great record. It is. That is my favorite record on the uh, album,
0: actually. I think it is anything 21 Savage is on, I'm, I'm a fan of, but uh, especially when he features, like he kills any feature he get on. But uh, but yeah, man, I'm 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 just disappointed, man. I'm looking at okay, so R&B song, Bruno Mars, leave the door open.
1: Yeah, Swept
0: everything, I think. Uh, damage, her didn't win that. Come on, man. Come on, man. We're
1: two great songs. I I can't not just think about it. I, damage is great, but I can't not leave the door open. Leave the door open has been sweeping everything all year. Every award show has been sweeping. It's like it's like a great. I think it won record of the year too. Like over everything, over rock songs, uh, temporary R&B songs, rap songs, whatever was the, it won record of the year as it's the best record of the year. So, I mean, I'm not surprised they won best R&B record or whatever the, the award was.
0: I guess, man. I'm, I, maybe <laughs> just, maybe just, I like what I like, man. I, I'm just tired of seeing my guys getting snubbed. It's just not right. Uh, I, I know, yeah. and, I, and I know J. Cole doesn't do music to win the Grammy. He doesn't care about that. Honestly, I think after he okay, lost, it was even here. <laughs> probably not. He uh, yeah. it, it might have been. I don't know. Honestly, I, I really don't know. Uh, but J. Cole, I mean, you know, a lot of these guys are boycotting the uh, Grammys right. anyway because it's a yeah. joke. Like they—they they don't. The people who are voting—that's doing the voting—they don't know what the hell they're doing. So <laughs> it, it is what it is. But all right, episode one fifty-seven in the books, uh, Sean. We will. We will do episode 158 once we have uh, our list of teams and everything is finalized, payments are processed, uh, schedules are not necessarily uploaded, but in the works. Once we get all the schedules in the works and all that stuff, we'll, we'll, we'll be uh, revening um, with uh, episode uh, 158. This was a great show. I mean, I wish we could have had some guests on today to talk about how the playoffs went down. But unfortunately, they were not available, but it is what it is. Uh, We went about an hour today. Uh, Not bad. Okay. Um, Live from cell phone. Uh, Sean's at his spot. I'm at my spot. Uh, I'm Johnny Gill. We're out.